بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم we continue the explanation on the points of benefit in hajj and uh, tonight inshallah ta'ala we continue the subject of hadi and we'll add to it uh, more on the udhiyah first with respect to the hadi we came to the definition earlier in the previous class that the hadi is the offering of uh, the cattle from camel, cows, goats, or sheep to the haram, meaning to the people of the haram. And it is also permissible to offer other than the animal, like food and clothes. And this, which is ma- this is the thing which makes the hadi more general than the udhiyah. This is the thing which makes the hadi more general than the udhiyah. And the udhiyah is that animal from cattle which is slaughtered on the day of Nahr, on the day of Nahr, which is the tenth day of the Hijjah, as a means of nearness to Allah Azza wa Jal as a means of nearness to Allah Azza wa Jal most mighty and most majestic and it is called Udhiya because it is slaughtered in the time of Duha in the time of Duha after sunrise and after Salatul Eid after Salat al-Eid, after the Salah of the Eid. The ruling, what is the ruling on the Udhiyah? What is the ruling on the Udhiyah? The first opinion is that the Udhiyah is obligatory and this is the opinion of the school of thought of Imam Abu Hanifa Rahimahullah and this is one narration from Imam Ahmad and one narration from Imam Ahmad that it is obligatory and it is the choice this opinion is the choice of Shaykh al-Islam Ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah who said that inna al-zahira wujubuha what's apparent is its obligation and that the one who is able to offer it and does not do that then he is sinful because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned it in association with salah in association with salah when he said in surah al-kawthar when he said subhanahu wa ta'ala in surah al-kawthar verse 2 فَصَلِّ لِرَبِّكَ وَانْحَرْ فَصَلِّ لِرَبِّكَ وَانْحَرْ and pray, offer prayer to your Lord one har and offer the sacrifice 
and also in Surah Al-An'am, chapter 6, 162, chapter 6, 162, Allah Ta'ala, قُلْ إِنَّ صَلَاتِي وَنُسُكِي وَمَحْيَايَ وَمَمَاتِي لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ قُلْ إِنَّ صَلَاتِي وَنُسُكِي وَمَحْيَايَ وَمَمَاتِي لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ Say, verily my salah, my sacrifice, my living and my dying are for Allah, the Lord of Al-Alameen. So he began with it and repeated that by also in Surah Al-Hajj, mentioning its rulings as well its benefits and something of this nature Shaykh al-Islam rahimahullah deduced that it must be an obligation upon the one who is able and this is a ni'mah from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon man the second opinion Upon the, upon the Muslim The second opinion is that It is an asserted sunnah The second opinion Is that it is an asserted Sunnah Dislike to be Abandoned Dislike to be abandoned And this is the famous opinion From the Madhab The school of thought of Imam Ahmad And they said that it is an asserted sunnah, dislike to be abandoned by the one who is able. Dislike to be abandoned by the one who is able. Our Shaykh, Rahimahullah, Muhammad bin Salih al Uthaymeen, Rahimahullah, concluded that, فَالْقَوْلُ بِالْوُجُوبِ أَظْهَرُ مِنَ الْقَوْلِ بِعَدَمِ الْوُجُوبِ لَكِنْ يُشْتَرَةُ الْقُدْرَةِ The opinion of obligation <coughs> is more apparent than the opinion of non-obligation however with the condition of <coughs> meeting the ability meaning the person is able and as to the one who is unable he has only that which is suffici sufficient for his household then it is not a duty bound upon him then it is not a duty bound upon him rather even if he has debt to be fulfilled then he should start with the debt before the udhiyah and it is Again from the blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala That he legislated for the Muslims This ritual Whereby he shares During He shares the pilgrims During this time of Hajj Because the pilgrims Will offer They have the Hajj And they have the Hadi And the people who Are not performing the Hajj they have the Udhiyah and this is from the favor of Allah and His mercy that He had legislated for those who are not performing Hajj to have a share from the rituals like for example not taking from the hair 
and the nails during the first 10 days of the Hijjah for those who want to share by worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala just as because they intend to have the Udhiyah just as the people in Hajj don't take from their hair and from their fingernails and toenails so had it not been for this legality then its slaughter would have been an innovation and man would have been prohibited to do but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala legislated it because of these great benefits the second matter is is it legislated upon the dead and upon the living it is legislated for those who are living because there is no proof from the Prophet ﷺ, nor from his companions in that which we know that they offered sacrifice on behalf of the dead independently on behalf of the dead independently we know that the Messenger ﷺ We know that he had children who died during his lifetime, as well as wives and those also of his relatives whom he loved. But he did not offer for on behalf of any single one of them a specific sacrifice offer or udhiya he did not do that for his uncle Hamza radiallahu ta'ala anhu nor for his wife Khadija nor for his wife Zainab bint Khuzayma radiallahu ta'ala anhum nor for or for his three daughters And had this been, and children, nor has, and had this been a matter which is legalized to be done on behalf of the dead, then the Messenger ﷺ would have made that clear in his verbal and action, as well in his verbal sunnah and in his action. However, the person performs the udhiyah on behalf of himself and his household. And there where the inclusion of the dead may be as a following, may be as a following, not as something independent. And this may be deduced from the fact that the Prophet ﷺ ضَحَّى عَنْهُ وَعَنْ أَهْلِ بَيْتِهِ He sacrificed on his behalf and on his on his family's behalf and his family's behalf covers his wives those who died and those who were living 
Also he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, offered sacrifice on behalf of his ummah. And from the ummah there are those who died. And from them, those who did not even exist then. And that's why some of the scholars went to the opinion that having independent udhiya on behalf of the dead is an innovation. However, our Shaykh Rahimahullah commented by saying, Al-Qawlu bil bid'ati qawlun sa'ab To say that it is a bid'a is a difficult thing to say, hard to say. The least we can say is that it is from the kind of sadaqa, of a charity. And since we know that charity on behalf of the dead is permissible, So therefore, sufficient for the person to sacrifice on his behalf and on his family, his household. And this would cover the dead and the living. Now, Now, what are the conditions of Hadi and Udhiyah? The conditions of the Hadi and the Udhiyah. First, it must be from cattle. As to the kind of the animal, it must be from cattle. And this is, the cattle covers the abel, the camel, the cow and the sheep because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated in Surah Al-Hajj in 22-34 Allah ta'ala وَلِكُلِّ أُمَّةٍ جَعَلْنَا مَنْسَكًا لِيَذْكُرُوا اسْمَ اللَّهِ عَلَى مَا رَزَقَهُمْ مِنْ بَهِيمَةِ الْأَنْعَامِ <coughs> And for every nation we have appointed religious ceremonies that they may mention the name of Allah over the beast of cattle that he has given them for food. And your ilah is one ilah. So you must submit to him. And for every nation we have appointed religious ceremony that they may mention the name of Allah over the beast of the cattle that he has given them for food. And because of the saying of the Prophet wasallam. لا تذبحوا إلا مسنة إلا أن تعصر عليكم فتذبحوا جذعة من الضأن sacrifice only a full grown animal unless it is difficult for you in which case you should sacrifice a جذعة and the جذعة is the 
sheep which completed six months. The jada'a is the sheep which completed six months. So these are the proofs from the Quran and from the Sunnah that the hadi or the udhiyah must be from cattle. Now if someone offers a sacrifice from a, uh, a deer or, or something bigger or less, then it is not permissible. It is not permissible. This is the first condition. The second condition that it should be of the legal age that it should be it has reached the legal age it has reached the legal age and with respect to camel this is five years five years with, with camel The camel should be five years. Not less. The cow should have completed two years and the goat one year and the button the sheep at which has completed half a year or six months anything less than these legal, legally specified ages, then it's not allowed. This tells us, this tells us, having this specified age, this tells that what's intended by the Udhiya is not just mere meat otherwise it would have been sufficient to slaughter something of a lesser age most important thing is the slaughter which is a means of nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this is the piety which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
referred to in Surah Al-Hajj 22:37. لَيَنَالَ اللَّهَ لُحُومُهَا وَلَا دِمَاؤُهَا وَلَكِنْ يَنَالُهُ التَّقْوَى مِنْكُمْ It is neither their meat nor their blood that reaches Allah, but it is piety from you that reaches Him. The third condition, that it should be free of defects that render it illegal to offer. It should be pure from defects. And we will mention these defects separately in a special talk, inshallah. The fourth condition that it should be slaughtered within the legally specified time it should be slaughtered within the legally specified time there is a legal timing This is the fourth condition for the Udhiyah. And uh, the timing is between the Salat al Eid, following Salat al Eid, until the sun sets on the 13th of the Hijjah. Until the sun sets on the 13 of the Hijjah and any slaughter before Salat al-Eid is not considered an Udhiyah and it's not permissible even if the person is jahil even if is ignorant because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said فَصَلِّ رَبِّكَ وَنْحَرْ and offer prayers to your Lord and sacrifice for Him only so begin with that which Allah began with the Salah فَصَلِّ رَبِّكَ and a person by the name of Abu Burda bin Niyar slaughtered before the Salah and after the Messenger وسلم, gave the sermon of the Eid and clarified to the people that anyone who slaughters before the Salah then there is no ritual for him he Abu Burda said Ya Rasulullah O Messenger of Allah I offered my sheep so the Prophet ﷺ said Shatuka Shatu Lahm your sheep is merely meat so he did not excuse him for his ignorance 
Why? Because abandoning the, the command, abandoning what is commanded, is different in ruling than doing or breaking a violation. Whereby in the abandoning al-ma'mur, abandoning what is ordered, there is no excuse, there is no jahl as an excuse for that. Abandoning the command is different in ruling than breaking than breaking a violation than breaking a violation that's right so there is no excuse in the former but there is excuse in the latter so these are the four conditions for the Udhiyah as to the Hadi, it is not conditional. There is no specific timing for the Hadi except for the one who takes the Hadi in Hajj, takes the Hadi with him in Hajj. In this case, he does not slaughter it before the tenth day. It is permissible for the person to offer an odhiya, a sheep, on his behalf and on behalf of his household as well, as the Prophet ﷺ did. And as to the camel and the cow, then it each one of them would be sufficient as an equivalent for seven sheep and that's why it is permissible for seven people to share in a camel or a cow offered as a hadi or udhiyah because of the hadith of Jabir radiallahu ta'ala anhu who said نَحَرْنَا فِي الْحُدَيْبِيَةِ الْبَدَنَةَ عَنْ سَبْعَةِ وَالْبَقَرَةَ عَنْ سَبْعَةِ we offered in the Hudaybiyah the camel for seven and for the cow for seven meaning equivalent to seven sheep so in this case if the person is performing an udhiyah and offers one sheep for himself and for his family 
also one seventh of a cow or a camel would do for himself and for his family and this is sharing in reward and the sharing in reward is unlimited here our Prophet ﷺ offered Udhiya on behalf of his Ummah and here is the person offering the one sheep on his behalf and his household behalf even if they were hundred however the tashrik in mulk the sharing in ownership of the animal does not exceed seven does not exceed seven and also no more than one shares in the ownership of one sheep as to the reward it is open So therefore, this is an important condition as well, which can be added to the four already mentioned. That the number should not exceed what is specified by the Sharia. Otherwise, it would not be considered to be allowable. This is pertaining to ownership, but in terms of thawab and reward, then it is open this includes the topic for tonight on the hadi and on the Udhiya and inshallah ta'ala tomorrow we will talk about uh, the defects and what is permissible and what is not permissible walhamdulillah rabbil alameen wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam Let's start from the